Welcome to the Fight Shed Podcast. This is the weekly MMA segment for the Fight Shed. My name is Daniel. And I'm Alan. And how was your weekend, sir? My weekend was good. It was good. Uh, actually, I uh, went to our second, I guess, second edition for the season, Crawfish Boil. And it was really, really good. So do you suck the brains out? So I do. That's almost Discuss? disgusting. Is it disgusting? Uh, because I've never done that. I've yeah. never... I never looked at a bug and say, I want to eat it. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I'm interested in the process as much as I do like eating them. And so when you when you uh, go to a crawfish bowl, you have to purge the crawfish. And the water's real dirty as you're rotating them through, whatever, yeah, yeah. and then becomes clear. And then you got to get your uh, boil going with, with your seasoning and stuff like that. You throw them in there, and, and there's like a pre- precise time. It's like 10 minutes. it got to be on there. And then when it's done, you're throwing your vegetables in, corn and mushrooms, <laughs> stuff like that. And you let them sit there for 10 minutes, and you actually throw ice in there to cool them down. So you're, you're stopping the, the cooking point of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done that, so yeah, I, I don't know. know I don't know if um, I you could, could do, do it, it, right? Yeah, but yeah, so we did that this weekend. Uh, we actually also uh, because there was no UFC fighting. Yeah, it was WrestleMania. Oh, definitely. Did yeah. you enjoy WrestleMania? Oh, I love WrestleMania. I thought it was exceptional this 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 year for sure. Yeah, definitely. I've I really it's been a long time since I really got into WrestleMania, mm-hmm. but I caught the last three fights um, on there. It was uh, I saw the uh, Pat McAfee fight. What do you think of him? Uh, I think he's just an athlete. I, I was really surprised at how well he 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 looks so nimble for uh, a punter. For a punter, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that uh that I was just like dumbfounded because he would did flips off of the ropes. You know, it was just amazing. If if you didn't know either fighters and knew that Austin Theory, who he fought, was a, a real wrestler, you would have thought they were pretty much the two wrestlers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was doing that much. Yeah, and then I saw um, uh, Vince McMahon come out of nowhere and fight again, Pat McAfee. Do you know how old he is? He's like 76, Yeah, right? He looked great. I mean, for 76. 70, yeah, I guess. <laughs> he, he still has muscles and stuff. I mean, I don't yeah. even look like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm 50. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I just, uh, that was just such a blast from the past. And then uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out. And like, as always, like the way I remember him, drinks beer. Um, while celebrating um, after he stuns um, Vince McMahon that was the he, he basically committed um, a crime against an adult right a, a, a elderly but he did that the <laughs> whole time that it was the attitude area so we yeah, wanted but, to see it again yeah but d- not the geriatric version of this because I mean, Vince McMahon really blew it, the the, the sale of that. You well, know I mean? yeah, I mean, the stunner really wasn't stunner. He did. just flopped on the ground. <laughs> but it was kind of hilarious. He gets a pass, I believe, because he's He does get a pass, doesn't he? And he's Vince McMahon. Um, is he still the owner of WWF? He, he, he's still the he's the chairman. Chairman. He, he sold it. It's now public. Oh, wow. Right? So, yeah. like, Peacock, uh, whoever the parent company yeah. is. Yeah. Um, they still have, you know, Stephanie McMahon is still on the board, so it's more of a of a corporation. Corporation, now? yeah. Maybe that's the difference between yeah. then and now. You know what I mean? Now, now it's more of a business, business rather than it's very business like entertainment. And that's why some of the you know major players, major fighters, or, or wrestlers, you call them, have moved on. Well, you know, this weekend, um, this past weekend, you just messing around on YouTube. 
I ran into some old Road Dog and Billy Badass intros and the yeah, the, the New the, Age Outlaws. Yes, that was so good. So were amazing. they not great? Yeah, and you know what? Uh, uh, Road Dog's uh, you know I guess emceeing voice it was amazing. He was. Wasn't it was he? amazing. I, I like that. But yeah, it was just so cool to uh, have another fi- flashback to my childhood. Yeah. Did you? So did you know there was quite a few UFC fighters in the in the WrestleMania this year? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I know there was Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, yep. yeah. But who else was? There? Oh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was there, right? Yeah. Uh, Sunny Deville was a female MMA fighter. She was she was fighting. Uh-huh. Uh, Sh- uh, Shauna uh, Baszler is also an MMA fighter. She was in it. Bobby Lashley mm. was a fighter. Wow. And then they had Stephanie McMahon come out and to, uh, I guess, show off their new acquisition. They had Gable Stevens there. I wonder how that's going to work out. Gable Stevens and, you know, is he automatically going to go for a championship or he's going to work his way out or what? Well, you got to feel like he's the second coming of Kurt Angle, right? Hopefully, yeah, Because exactly. Kurt Angle was an Olympian, right, fighter? Yeah. So I think they're probably <clears throat> going to just throw shoehorn him in, into that kind of role. Do you remember the song that Kurt Angle used to come out to? Yeah. I, yeah, like I, you can hear it in your hair like dun, dun, tsh, yeah. dun, and everyone would say But what? now everybody says what? You suck, You right? suck, right. right. Well, they they would say it then too, right? Because yeah, you suck. suck. Right. You and know, you know it's a, it's a good thing. Like, what do you mean? You suck actually means we appreciate you. We oh, love yeah, you, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you know what UFC fighter uses it? Now. Yeah, I do. That's what I was going to okay. bring up. You know who who uses that? Yeah. And it's uh, Kobe Covington. I love it. Yeah, he, I just think it's part of the whole thing. It's he part of the whole he game. had to call Kurt and get oh, permission. Wow. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, he huh. called Kurt and said, hey, man, I really want to use it. Yeah. He was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's just so cool how... Um, you know, sometimes wrestling and the the UFC do parallel. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else you had going on this weekend? Uh, this weekend, no. You know, I didn't do anything else. Um, update on your uh, painting on the shed. Have we? Do we have an update? Do we have a new oh, color? Yeah, we do have a, a darker color. Because I think people and, are asking. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, there's a poll out there. <laughs> right. Um, no. Yeah, we did uh, finally figure out what we we're gonna paint the house. Or the shed. Orange? Um, no, it's no. actually, no, it's, not. Okay. it's going to be like a darker green, like a hunter okay. green. And um, uh, eventually we're going to put some more stuff around it, like, um, you know, some mulch and I don't know, you know, going to gonna make it all pretty out the outside. Well, I, I saw when I got here, you're uh, doing some watering, so you're starting that that whole thing of yeah. spring watering, I guess. I, th- I think it's um maybe for a lost cause because some th- my grass ends up being brown anyway. Does it? Yeah. I just feel like I waste water then. Well, yeah. it seems like you may be conserving water because all your neighbors seem like they're overwatering because they all seem green. green man. Oh man, it's, it's beautiful, crazy. <clears throat> yeah, no, it, it's uh, it is crazy, and I wish I had their money to to right. water to right. have to pay that water bill. I think you're doing a good thing to the environment, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm saving water in West Texas. We need all the water we could save. I'll tell you though. I sure did miss some UFC this last weekend, man. I sure did. Even my mom was asking, oh is there any gosh. UFC fights that you're watching this weekend? And we're like, no, we're, there's not. So even I had my mom asking. But yeah. we have a big pay-per-view coming up. That's right. UFC 273 is coming up. So let's go ahead and just jump right in to previewing UFC 273. Volkanovski versus Chung Sung Young, the TKZ, the Korean zombie live this april 9th on pay-per-view from jacksonville florida and to kick off the pay-per-view we have um actually a change already you know good thing the ufc let us know before 
uh, fight night. Um, but we do have a change. Vince Peschel versus Mac Matt, Mark Matson is going to go ahead and kick off the UFC main event card. Yeah, so this is at 155 pounds. Charles Oliver is our current champion. Now, Vince from hell, Peschel, is 39 years old. He is 14-2 and two with 8 KOs, 0 submissions, and 6 decisions. He is currently ranked 25th in the division. His last fight was a win by decision August of last year, and he is on a three-fight win streak. Now, Mark, the Olympian, O'Madson, is 37 years old. He is 11-0 with 3 KOs, 3 submissions, and 5 decisions. He is currently ranked 27th in the division. His last fight was a win by decision August of last year, and he is 3-0 and since entering the UFC. Now, Pichelle is a minus 135, and Manson is a plus 115. Vince Pichel is from Simi Valley, California, standing at 5'10", with a 72-inch reach, representing Big John McCarthy's MMA. He made his UFC debut back in December 2012. He has no performance awards, but has notable wins against Austin Hubbard, Jim Miller, and Joachim Silva. Notable losses come against Gregor Gillespie and Ruslam Kahabilev. Mark Madsen is from Denmark, standing at 5'8", with a 72-inch reach, fighting out of Fight Ready MMA. He made his UFC debut back in September of 2019. No performance awards, but has notable wins against Clay Guida, Austin Hubbard, and Danilo Belurado. He has no losses. Um, man, kicking off the, the UFC card, we have an, an undefeated fighter. Are you going to be drinking some undefeated Kool-Aid? I don't know because I'm going to tell you, these fighters are both older, right? Yeah. 39, 37. So they uh, kind of started later in their career versus other people. And they're both pretty evenly ranked. I don't know who to pick. I mean, this this is, to start this card off, this is a tough matchup, man. It is. Do you need a second to uh, think about it? Well... <laughs> Who are you going for? <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and go with, I'm going to drink some Kool-Aid. Okay. I'm going to drink that Mark Madsen uh, Kool-Aid, um, even though he is a uh, underdog right now. Yeah, can speak. you believe the undefeated guy is the underdog? Yeah. Well, how do you like your Madsen? How's he going to win? I have him down here for uh, a decision win. Okay, very good. Well, I think we should start this card off uh, with a difference. Um, I think... Old Manson's going to get his first loss. So give me Pichel by decision. Next up on the card, we have a women's strawweight bout. Mackenzie Dern versus Tisha Torres. Now this is at 115 pounds. Rose Namanunas is our current champion. Now Mackenzie Dern is 29 years old, 11-2, with zero KO, seven submissions, and four decisions. She is currently ranked 10th in the strawweight division. Now, her last fight was a loss by decision October of last year, and she is 4-1 in her last five fights. Now, Tisha, the tiny tornado, Torres, is 32 years old, 13-5, with one KO, one submission, and 11 decisions. She is currently ranked 6th in the division. Her last fight was a win by decision August of last year, and she is 3-2 in her last five fights. Now, Dern is a minus 105, and Torres is also a minus 115. Mackenzie Dern is fighting out of Los Angeles, California. She stands at 5'4 with a 63-inch reach, representing Black House MMA. She made her UFC debut back in March of 2018. She has four performance awards. Notable wins come against Nina Nunes, Verna Shandiaroba, and Ran Marcos. 
Notable losses come against Mariana Rodriguez and Amanda Hibas. Tisha Torres is from Coconut Creek, Florida, standing at 5'1 with a 61-inch reach, representing American Top Team. She made her UFC debut back in December of 2014. She has one performance award. Notable wins come against Angela Hill, Michelle Watterson, and Beck Rawlings. Notable losses come against Mariana Rodriguez, Zhang Wei Li, and then we're just going to go ahead and keep on giving you these names. Uh, Joanna Mjacek, Jessica Andraj, and Rose Namanunas. So she has some experience against some big-time fighters. The Tisha Torres. Tisha Torres. Yeah. That is a list. Yeah, it sure is. Like, she's fought champ after champ after champ. Correct. Well, I bet you that's one of the reasons why they're both favorites. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, this is another tough pick. Well, um... Not really tough for me. Not tough for you. So, <laughs> so you have two two easy picks. Two easy okay. picks for me. Right. Um, I have Mackenzie Dern with a submission win in the second round. So Dern by submission, which totally makes sense because she has yet to KO anybody, but she got seven submissions. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we're going to be different again. Here we go. I'm going with Torres by decision. But let me give you a caveat. I love Dern, and it wouldn't surprise me if she would. Yeah, definitely. You know? Next up on the card, we have a huge, is it a five-round, the, the, the Burns? I think it's a five-round, but I think we all know it may end in the first. Gilbert Burns versus Kazmat Shemaev in a welterweight bout. Now, this is at 170 pounds. Kamara Usman is our current champ. Now, Gilbert Dernejo Burns is 35 years old. He is 20 and 4 with 6 KOs, 8 submissions and 6 decisions. He is currently ranked 3rd in the division. His last fight was a win by decision July of last year and he is 4 and 1 in his last 5 fights. Now Shamat Boris Shamayev is 27 years old. He is 10 and 0 with 6 KOs, 4 submissions and 0 decisions. He is currently ranked 12th in the division. His last fight was a win by submission October of last year. Now, Shemaev is a minus 575, and Burns is a underdog at plus 425. Gilbert Burns is from Brazil, standing at 5'10", with a 71-inch reach, representing Sanford MMA. He made his UFC debut back in July of 2014. He now has four performance awards. Notable wins come against Steven Thompson, Tyron Woodley and Gunnar Nelson. Notable losses come against Kamaru Usman, Dan Hooker, and Michael Prazerius. Hazma Shemaev is from Sweden, standing at 6'2 with a 75-inch reach, representing All-Star Training Center. He made his UFC debut back in July of 2020. He now has four performance awards. Notable wins come against Lee Zhangling, Gerald Mershart, and John Phillips. He has no professional losses. Who do you have in this huge? Well, let's match? start with this. This isn't. This is not even the co-main event. Not even co-main. Event. Like this fight. This could, could be a main event. This could be a main event yeah. on a pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, it's it got good of a exactly. matchup, right? Yeah. Highly anticipated uh, fighter, uh, Hazmat Shemaev. Here's the other thing. Can you believe those odds? I can't. Burns is an an assassin on Rank, people. Probably rank number. Four to two, just depending on who you ask. Yes. Um, right behind Kamara Usman. Again, you know, we talk about Kobe could be the champion if, if Kamara Usman wasn't there. Burns could very legitimately be the champion. You're exactly right. And we're now putting him at a 
plus 425. Like, yeah. I, I don't – like, the odds are saying he doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, definitely. Do you think he stands a chance? I think you That's might a be. Good question. You might be in the same boat as the yeah, odds maker. I, I am. I, I'm not even going to try to to have any fakery yeah. to the to our audience. I'm going to take Shamayev. It's probably going to be by submission in the in the second round. I also have Shamayev, but this time in the TKO in the third round. Well, I don't think we can go wrong with either. He's pretty even on the KO versus submission. So yeah, definitely. Yep. But I'm highly uh, excited for this fight. Well, if you're excited for that fight, how excited are you for this next fight? It is a it is a bantamweight title match. Aljamain Sterling, the champion, versus Peter Yan, the challenger. Okay, well, this is at 135 pounds. Aljamain Sterling is our champion, but Peter Yan is the interim champion. Now, Aljamain Funkmaster Sterling is 32 years old. He's 20-3 with two KOs, eight submissions, nine decisions. He is currently ranked second in the division. Now, his last fight was a win by DQ March of last year, and he is on a six-fight win streak. Now, Peter No Mercy Yan is 29 years old. He's 16-2 with seven KOs, one submission, and eight decisions, and he is currently ranked first in the division. Now, his last fight was a win by decision, October of last year, and he is 4-1 in his last five fights. Now, Jan is the favorite at a minus 470, and Sterling is the underdog at a plus 360. Aljamain Sterling is from New York, standing at 5'7", with a 71-inch reach. He represents Sarah Jiu-Jitsu. Made his UC debut back in February of 2014. He has one performance award. Notable wins come against mm, Peter Yan, Corey Sandhagen, and Jimmy Rivera. Notable losses come against Marlon Moraes, Rafael Asansau, and Brian Caraway. Peter Yan is from Russia, standing at 5'7", with a 67-inch reach, representing Tiger Muay Thai. He made his UFC debut back in June of 2018. He now has three performance awards. Notable wins come against Corey Sandhagen. <clears throat> Jose Aldo and Uriah Faber. Notable losses come against Aljamain State. Certainly. Again, <laughs> this could be the main event, right? Yeah. Of any other pay per view. And this is the fight that me and you have been looking to circle for a year. Yeah, that's been called off a couple times, right? And Aljamain Sterling supposedly got hurt. Right. A couple times also. And yep. so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping, crossing my. Fingers for this Saturday night that, you know, we do get this fight. So I'm looking at this, and I'm. this is my notes. This is my question to you. Is there pressure on Peter Yawn since Sterling was not supposed to be here in the first place? Man, that's a good question. Um, I've always thought the pressure would be on Sterling, but then again, you bring up the, the valid point that, you know, the pressure is on Yawn because he was just – railroading i get uh uh sterling his the first match until he illegally kicked him or need him in the head um yeah i don't know man that's a that's a really good it's question. a good question yeah. because the odds say that he should crush him right yeah, yeah. we all expect him to crush mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. right he and him expects ex- himself to, to crush, crush him. him yeah and what if al 
I mean, he. It's not like. Let's just be honest. It's not like he's on a one fight win streak. I mean, yeah, he Sterling's is formidable. He is right. Yeah. Um. In 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 previewing this, uh, he is like on a six seven fight win streak. He is. Last loss was against Marlon Marais. Yeah. However, with that said, I'm rooting. I'm voting, and I believe Jan should win this. Yeah. By TKO in the third round. I have Peter Jan. Okay. TKO, first round. Let's get it over with. Wow. Yeah. You think it'll be with a knee? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no? It'll be uh, Sterling with an illegal knee. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, that that is going to be an amazing fight. And guess what? We don't even have the main event yet. Nope. But that is the next fight on the card. The main event. This is for the featherweight title. Chang Sung Young versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah, so this is at 145 pounds. Alex Volkanovsky is our current champ. Now, Alexander, the great Volkanovsky, is 33 years old. He is 23-1 and one with 11 KOs, 3 submissions, and 9 decisions. He is currently ranked first in that division. His last fight was a win by decision September of last year, and he is 10-0. and 0. In the UFC. Now, Chan, the Korean zombie, Sung Chung, is 35 years old, 17 and 6, with 6 KOs, 8 submissions, and 3 decisions. He is currently ranked 5th in the division. His last fight was a win by decision, June of last year, and he is 7 and 3 since being in the UFC. Now, Volganovsky is a big favorite at minus 700, and the Korean zombie is a plus 500. Alexander Volkanovsky is from Australia, standing at 5'6", with a 71 and a half inch reach. He represents Tiger Muay Thai, made his UFC debut back in November of 2016. He now has two performance awards. Notable wins come against Brian Ortega, twice against Max Holloway, and Jose Aldo. Chang Sung Young is from South Korea, standing at 5'7", with a 72 inch reach, fighting out of Fight Ready MMA. He made his UFC ba- debut back in March of 2011. He now has seven performance awards. Notable wins come against Dan Ige, Frankie Edgar, and Dustin Poirier. Notable losses come against Brian Ortega, Yari Rodriguez, and Jose Aldo. I feel like I just watched the amazing fight between the champ and Brian Ortega, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know if this is going to live up to that battle. Uh, yeah. And the odds say it won't. I don't know. I'm excited to see it. I just don't think the Korean Zombie is at the champ's level. I'm happy to see Korean Zombie get that opportunity to fight for a championship. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not picking him to win. I'm actually going with Alexander Volkanovsky defending his title and by TKO in the fifth round. TKO. So you think the Korean Zombie will hang around that long? I think so. I think so. Well, I, I'm in agreement with you. I am going to take the great Volganovsky, but I like him as a TKO in the second round. So this is an amazing card, right? Well, yeah, it sure is. I mean, even – I mean, just, you want to touch on – Have you the seen the preliminaries? preliminaries? Yeah. Have you seen the preliminaries? I mean, we have someone here that I feel that should be in the main card, Jazenia so, Rosenstruck versus Marcin Tybura. That's a big fight. Yeah, that, that has heavyweight – implications as far as the 
who's the who of the heavyweight division. Yeah, and then, and then you look you look right under that Aspen Lad versus Raquel, Rochelle, Raquel, Raquel Pennington. Pennington. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's a big fight, right? Yeah, Pennington ranked number seven. Uh, Aspen Lad ranked number four. And then one of our favorite guys, Mickey Gall, is fighting, and we, he always comes up in our names. He, uh, he always should, does. Yeah, yeah, and he had the infamous win over CM Punk, the wrestler. So <laughs> that was pretty interesting. And then in the in the early preliminaries, we have a fight that got canceled last week. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. He was a main event or main a card. He fighter. was. Now the pre pre preliminary pre, right. <laughs> Olenek's fighting. Yeah, versus Jared Vandera. Yeah. That's so, going to be great. That's going to be a great fight. This card is so solid, man. Yeah, you know, sometimes whenever I going back, go back and research or prep for um, the show, I look at old UFCs and like UFC 202 or something like that, and I look at the pre-preliminary uh, fights, the early prelims, uh-huh. and you see like maybe the, the some famous names now. Like they're yeah. famous and that they've um, – They've won a championship now within the last two, three years. So I think it's just so cool to see the names that we see on this card right now. Maybe a Julio Arce, an Anthony Hernandez, a Josh uh, Fremo, a Daniel Santos. Maybe they'll be future champions later yeah. on. Well, I'm good. If we, if we pre-rate this, and I don't want to jinx it, based on this card and what I'm seeing, it should be a nine. It should be, right? And in front of uh, thousands and thousands of packed crowd in Florida. Yeah. Jacksonville, Florida, not at the Apex Center, just like the first uh, fight versus Peter Yan and Aljamain Sterling. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. What f- what f- one fight are you most excited about? Most excited about that Cosmet Shamaya versus Gilbert Burns. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I am too. But I, I, I'm going to tell you, the Rosenstroke, I'm pretty excited about that. That one's good. Yeah. That's a, like you said, big implications in the heavyweight division. Yeah, a Rosenstroke wins gets a nice win where do we where does he go he's only going to confuse the yes. whole confusion of that division if he doesn't get a win yeah definitely well hopefully everyone gets a catch ufc 273 volkanovsky versus the korean zombie um pay-per-view live from jacksonville florida that brings us to our ufc news for the week well let's talk about gilbert burns he reveal reveals that usman helped with shemaif Shamaya's preparation. So Byrne and Usman were teammates at Stanford MMA before Usman par, uh, departed to train in Colorado, beginning with his UFC 258 camp. But it appears that Usman returned to Stanford MMA recently and worked with Burns to help help him get prepared for Shamaya. Usman came a couple of days to help out. Burns said he was helping me a couple times, not training. But he was kind of coaching. Very high IQ and very good advice. Was good to have him around. What do you think about that? I like that. Why not have the world's best in your division help train you, help prepare you for, you know, some wrestling and someone that you already lost to. And, you know, you can only learn more from uh, someone that you've lost to, I think. What does that say about... The opponent in Shemaev that we've got world champion trying to yeah, that's stop right. the train. That, that's, right? that's correct. I mean, how, how much respect is that? Yeah, that's yeah, a mean, lot of respect. Sure is. Sure is. Um, you know, we brought up Ronda Rousey's name earlier in the uh, podcast with um, her being on WrestleMania, yep. being a, a WWE fighter. But it looks like Julia Pena is now ripping 
uh, Ronda Rousey's legacy, saying that she didn't leave um, her legacy intact or it, it was uh, really um, tarnished by the, the fact that she left without either avenging or making up for those two losses that she knocked, she got knocked out. So when she left, when she got knocked out, she just went ahead and left the UFC. And Benya feels like she's just kind of a joke now in the UFC. How disrespectful is that? Yeah. To 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 a goat at the time. Um, what what do you want Ronda Rousey to do? She clearly lost twice, right? You want her to lose two more times? I mean, you know. At least she was smart enough to go, hey, look, the competition's got better. Maybe I'm past my time. Yeah. I'm not willing to put in the effort. I'm going to go ahead and retire. That's not needing to avenge. That's just being a smart fighter, man. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I uh, I, I see what where Juliana Pena comes up and seeing, thinking that, you know, a real fighter such maybe as herself will pick up herself from the mat and try to fight again adventure loss and make her way up whereas rousey had a two fight losing streak and went ahead and retired okay but her two fight losing streak holly home was holly home who it was inducted in the hall of fame last year mm-hmm. and amanda knew as the the goat that we we all think she is yeah it's not like she lost to juliana pena yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know s- some lower ranked person i yeah, mean that's yeah. just so ridiculous yeah. i don't understand how she sees that at all man yeah no i mean you know that's uh that's her opinion and you know uh i can understand i can see where that comes from but i understand what you're where you're coming from it's like how do you you are the goat for a certain amount of time until you're not right until um that you and how smart of her to say you know what i'm past my prime as far as these these girls have caught up to me i'm not gonna run through these girls anymore in 45 seconds there, there's a new breed of people. It's just like to some new uh, heavyweight division we're seeing now. The right. Cyril Guns, the Tom Aspinalls. It's a whole new era that's coming through. Apparently, Julia Pena has forgotten the Ronda Rousey fights back in the day. She mm-hmm. was submitting people in the first 30 mm-hmm. seconds. There wasn't a person out there that that was beating her at the time. She had to like literally go, all right, I'm going to fight this fight without submitting because I need to learn some new skills. And she still was beating people. So I, that doesn't make sense. But the biggest thing is, well, she was at WrestleMania to watch Ronda Rousey. Oh, I didn't know Pena was there. Yeah, she was there. Oh, so, so she just... But but Rousey's doing what she's supposed to do, get people to watch. That's right. So Tom Aspinall reveals some inside information on the Tula Vasa Miocic negotiations. I heard before that he was in talks with Stipe to try and get the match. But then I heard off a couple other inside sources that the match was nowhere even near close, revealed Aspinall. So the ball is in his court, but I want to fight him, Talavusa, in the UK, and me and Tali would be an unbelievable match. What do you think? Oh, no, I I totally agree. I think it would be a very entertaining match. Um, Should be a pay-per-view match. Um, You know, should... If it, it should be an interim, right? If it gets to that point, uh, maybe if Serial gone and doesn't fight or something, I, I think it should be headlining. I don't know how it would headline a pay-per-view without being an interim championship. But if it's not a uh, pay-per-view, then a uh, headlining a fight night. Well, I'm glad you brought up the interim strap because I want to hear your tournament 
when I bring these names up, who you want to fight who. All right, so here we go. Tulavasa, Aspinall, Stipe, Curtis Blades, Serial Gone, and John Jones. Who matches up with who in your, in your dream world of a tournament? Who do you want fighting who to move on? I would like Stipe and Jones to fight. Stipe and Jones. So you're just going to... One of the losers yeah, leaving. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. And then um, we've got Gons and Blade. We've got Aspinall and Tulavasa. I like, I would like Aspinall and Blades. Ooh, that would be good, right? And then. Um, so that would leave you Tulavasa and Gang. Yeah. Gone. But, but where's Derek Lewis? He won't find a five round match, remember? Yeah, that's <laughs> and I right. love him, but he's yeah, like, not yeah. going to do that and don't put it in Houston, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so l- l- let's go on that theory. So Tulavasa and uh, Gone, is mm-hmm. that what we said? Mm-hmm. Who wins that match? Um, Dang. You set this up, I Mr. Sure Tur- Tournament yeah, Director. Sure uh, I would say Gone wins this. Okay, so Gone moves on. Okay, good. Okay, uh, Aspinall and Blades, who's winning that one? Um, let's say Aspinall. So we got Aspinall and we got Gone, right? Gone. Okay. Uh-huh. And then your super fight, Stipe versus Jones. Who's winning? Um, I got Jones. He ain't fought in three years. I know, but Stipe he is not young. He ain't even fought young. the heavyweight yet. Stipe is not young. He's not, not young. Okay, so we got Tula Vasa, Gone, and Jones. Yeah. One's got to sit out. So what's your next matchup? Well, let's let's throw in. Let's go ahead and throw in uh, Derek Lewis. Okay, so Derek Lewis got a buy. We're good. Yeah. So what are the matchup? Tula Vasa and and Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis gone and Jones. Where's your matchups? Goodness gracious, those would be that would <laughs> be an know. amazing tournament, right? Um, Tula Vasa and gone and uh and uh Lewis. They Over, already fought. fought. So I would say Tula Vasa, right? Oh, so you would rematch them? Yeah. Yeah. And and okay, and so then you have gone versus Jones. Who wins that match? I want to say right now, gone. Gone? Yeah, gone. All right. So for the interim strap in your tournament, you now have two of Asa versus gone. Who wins? <laughs> gone. Gone? Yeah. So we will get a rematch. Gone versus Francis Nagano. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was tough, wasn't it? That, that was, was a little tough. tough. And I was just trying to throw some favor to uh to uh Derek Lewis. I forgot he just lost to uh, He did, didn't to he? Avassa, so I don't how, how did he get a bye? <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. Yep. Well, it looks like we do have our commentators set for this UFC pay-per-view 273. It's going to be Joe Rogan, John Anik, and Paul Feldler for the UFC 273. That brings me to this question. Who are your favorite commentators? And I guess I could. Wow. You know, really? So here, are, are I can we get a list of names here. Current or previous? Or current. 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 So, yeah. Give me, so let's, give me a list, list of names Michael Bisping, Joe Rogan, uh, Daniel Cormier, John Anik, Paul Feldler, Dan Hardy, which I think he does no longer. He works for the UFC, but he was doing it one time. Uh, John Gooden, which I believe he does the UK uh, versions, and uh, Kenny Florian, which is a Bellator, I guess he does Bellator now. Um, Dominic Cruz, yes, puts his name yep. in there sometimes. Yep. Um, and then here, I don't, I haven't remember him, but uh, Mike Goldberg, but I believe he was no, he, he was moved. A previous, yeah, yeah, and, and and I would have picked him, yeah, 
but he's he's no longer there. He's over at Bellator. Bellator I think, yeah, right that, now. that's right. Yeah. So who do you like to see? Who? Um, commentator. Well, I think John Anik and Joe Rogan are, are definitely my favorite. If you're going to make me choose a third one, mm-hmm. it would be a tie with Felder and Cormier. Yeah. For me, I my least favorite. Even though you didn't ask, I don't really like Dominic Cruz. I think he's. He he thinks he's smarter than everybody else. At least that's how I feel <laughs> feel like when I'm listening to him. My top three, I would like. I like, of course, you know, Joe Rogan. He's he's a he's the man, I guess. Uh, John Anik is always the legend. Yeah, he'll, he'll go down as the best ever. And I like I like um I like uh, Michael Bisping when he's commentating. Do you? Yeah, I really like his insight too. So. You know, I have grown to like him, and I grew to like him because he was on Joe Rogan, and he talked about just the different battles of, of injuries and stuff he had. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like him, and I, I can't even remember what, what the day was, but I clearly remember we were watching this fight. He was fighting in the U.K., and he clearly lost the fight, and they gave it to him <laughs> because it was a hometown cooking. Yeah. So that made me really sour on him for like many, many years, but I've yeah. grown to respect him. He is a good com- com- commentator. Do you have anything else on this MMA Weekly? I do not. All right. Well, that wraps up our MMA news for this week. We don't have any new updates on um, on the Pick'em League. We, we don't, but I had several of them asking where their fight picks were last week. And I say, hey, we took a week off, so yeah. they are ready to get back at it. If we want to do just a real fast uh, leaderboard, uh, Brian is sitting at four, Dom at 23, Lynn at 26, Daniel, you are at 30, I am at 32, and then real close up at the top, Omar on a three-week undefeated yep. at 34 wins, Dan is at 34, Shane is at 35, and our current champ overtook the lead now, and she is at 36. All right. Well, this week we have, I believe, what, f- f- seven, eight, maybe eight different matches to yeah. preview yep. or to pick from. So it's going to be a really um, – It's going to be big. Yeah, it's going to be big. A lot of a lot of uh, moving parts going to be Absolutely. happening at the top. If you have not already, go ahead and register or go ahead and sign up for our Pick'em League. Yeah, absolutely, and always check out our Facebook uh, where you're going to get any kind of late-breaking information on combat sports. Yeah, definitely. Well, that wraps up this week's MMA Weekly on the Fight Shed Podcast. Um, hopefully, everyone gets to see the pay-per-view 273, UFC 273, Volkanovski versus the Korean Zombie this Saturday, April 9th, uh, live on pay-per-view. My name is Daniel. And I'm Alan. Keep your hands up. And happy fighting. We'll see you next week.